I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Richie Firth, travel hacker. I'm Richie Firth, travel hacker. Have I just said that twice? <laughs> Yes, it's another moratorium. It's a second fallout show. I wasn't convinced of the need for the first one. I'm still not convinced that we need to be here again. But we are. Chris is here too, with emails, tweets and all sorts of rubbish to throw at me that you've armed him with. Rich, I actually agree with you. We don't need a moratorium. Why are we here? Okay, here's the problem. We could be getting straight onto the next hack, which I know what it is. Uh, we'll come to that as well. Um, so, uh, moratorium, which is what you've called this show, I, I decided to search the, um, for the meaning of the word moratorium. Mm-hmm. A temporary prohibition of an activity. Well, we are temporarily being prohibited of doing a, another travel hack, so I think that stands. Everything we do needs to be tested to the most rigorous, high standards. I want you to be seen as a robust travel hacker. I am. Therefore, shows like this are vital. Okay. All right, well, it's the Fallout Show. It is a moratorium. Uh, Part two. What have we got? Well, you're up to this. You can take it. But I I think what would be nice, though, is to start with some praise. I'll take praise. Because you you do get... Tetchy. Yeah, I do. Well, I do... I think anyone who has pride in their performance gets defensive. Well, Roma on uh, Twitter mm-hmm. messaged uh, high praise. Also um, included the London Overground in this message. Oh, so, great. So I, I, I feel so sorry for them, all the messages they've been getting about this. <laughs> Do you know what? No, I don't feel sorry for them, because if you run a train Twitter account, 98% of the time you are dealing with people getting in touch going... Oi, where's the 6.15 to Gospel Oak, idiot? You know, so to actually be tagged into something nice, I bet they love it. Uh, Well, Roma writes, Every week I ask myself, why am I listening to this? (laughs) It says praise. Yet I can't wait for next week's episode. Oh, well, I'll take that. Thank you, Well, Roma. Um, I hope you're well. Roma. God. (laughs) 
I've I've had people messaging me about your best Eve's joke from the previous episode. It's a good one, right? It was funny. Thank you. It was just cracked at the wrong time. <laughs> yeah, considering Johnny's out the test squad now, it's not aged well. <laughs> Ian Mason, uh, when he found out there was going to be a moratorium. Uh, said it's almost as if there's no budget for a full show next week. How dare they? Uh, what, was, what was his name? Uh, Ian. Ian. Uh, Ian, the next travel hack is in the bag. It's been hacked. It's ready to go. All right, so it's not a budgetary question. In fact, I don't know why we're here, I ask again. I mean, this was actually quite a cheap hack. We didn't actually deliver that point enough in, in this epic odyssey. How much did this hack cost us? Uh, this hack cost us one-day travel cards. That's it. A one-day travel card around London, that's all it cost. Which was? Well, you're looking at around about 15 quid. Okay. and uh, For off-peak travel. The cost of the batteries? Uh, Two sets of batteries. I would have imagined that you're more of a farter man, so probably budgetary, so I'd say about a couple of quid. More of a? A farter. Farter? V-A-R-T-A. I believe they are a Czech battery firm. Varta. 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 Okay. And um, the various snacks that we ate. Well, how much is a flapjack? And uh, we got a good good deal on those two (laughs) tangos. I still don't know why that bloke in Ainley wouldn't sell you that tango. (laughs) We're coming up to the Ainley tango man quite soon. Good man. Um, Okay, this one comes from Giant71 by email. Are you ready? Are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready? This is great. Okay. Hi, Richie and Chris. In brackets, so cute. <laughs> See what he did there? Yes, that is referring to the uh, the Romford Chicken Hut, who um, thought we were a couple. Which And I think we make a nice couple. I think we do. We I bicker s- a lot. I spend more time with you than I do my wife too. <laughs> I feel the need to ask a few questions regarding the overground record attempt. <laughs> Sorry, if I can't. <laughs> oh, God. He's so right. First off, what exactly is the travel hack? Or did I miss this right at the start? I said right at the beginning of this that um, the hack in this was demonstrating to people that there are parts of London that you should go and visit uh, that are so easily available for just the price of a one-day travel card. Um, People who have heard the official version of this podcast have not heard me three or four times cut out a monologue from you going on about the various times you've crossed the Thames, <laughs> seen the Den, um, <laughs> been to Wilsdon. Yeah. Okay. So that the was point, the hack. The hack was seeing London. Okay, great. Um, uh, second... And this is such a good point. Why did you start so late in the day? 11.20am seems like a student's day. Start at 6am and you'd have finished by (laughs) 4pm. Yes, there is a good... There is a good question to be asked there. We just chose to start at 11.41. Hmm... I mean, Sound like Lord Sugar there <laughs> in the boardroom, not convinced. I'm not. I'm I've ab- heard enough. I've heard enough. I'm going to sum up. One of you's going to go. When we were planning this trip, I many times I didn't suggested. I could do a Lord Sugar. Congratulations! I hadn't noticed. Um, I couldn't understand why we had to start that mid morning. Um. Well, at the time, I was working on a breakfast show. Right. And that finished at 10. Yeah. And that was probably about as quick as I could get to Watford. So here's my point. 
Here's my point. So you did a day's work and then did it? Yeah. Yeah. So why did I have to take the day off work? <laughs> um, unfortunately, a lot of engineering work goes on at weekends. I would have loved to have done it at a weekend and then we both could have just, uh, you know, relaxed. Right. Thanks. Sorry. No pleasure. I enjoyed myself immensely. Um, thirdly, I think the hack may have caused irreparable damage to the cutest couple in podcasts. <laughs> you can literally feel the life force slowly ebbing away in each of you with every general entry. This was a three-part travel hack, and certainly listening back to them, episode well, part two of this hack was Tetchy. <laughs> listening back to the one that has gone out most recently, um, you could hear towards the end, the closer we got to Enfield Town and could see a light at the end of the tunnel... I think we were getting closer again. We were reconciled. Yeah. I mean, there are, there are a bit, there is so much, like, just mumbling that I've cut out of it as you and me disintegrated. <laughs> That's appalling. Fourth, this is a very important question. I love this email so much. Is this much. still the same bloke? It is, yeah. Did you have that shit? No. What, you shoved it back up? Elevates this podcast from an also ran into near legendary status. <laughs> I can't believe you said that on mic. <laughs> Where were we when I said that? Um, I think uh, I'm probably at a train station, Rich. Well, we only—I think we only went to two toilets. We went to one at Chingford, and we went to one at. Where did we go? Where was our? No, we went toilet? to an. Early, we went to the early one where I accidentally recorded you taking a piss. <laughs> that was <laughs> Richmond. Okay. Fifth, oh, and, and according to Giant71, most importantly, did you ever work out why that news agent wanted to refrain from selling you a Cherry Tango? <laughs> and why didn't you spend the extra 9p? Chris, you deserved that Cherry Tango after the day you had. Good point. It was so weird, wasn't it? So I bought an orange Tango. You had an apple Tango because mm. um, it was two for a quid. Mm. Um, you wanted a Cherry Tango, but for some reason that was not in the multi-buy options. That was £1.9. <laughs> so weird. I wonder whether he was a local that took umbrage to the mispronunciation of anally. Oh, yeah, maybe. Um, six. <laughs> the lad you accosted at Enfield Town, I think that was the train it driver? It was the train driver. Um, had the sound of a chap trying to keep you both merry and buoyant, as I think he could see the bloodlust in your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I think he had a lucky escape. <laughs> he did sound really scared. Uh, and then he play, pays us some compliments, which I'm not going to share with you. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, thanks, Giant Seventy One. Yeah. Uh, how does that make you feel? Um, he probably he raises some good points. Um, so, so far, so good. Yeah. I mean, look, it's great to be a record breaker, isn't it? Thank you. Yes. Lynn asked, uh, "Would you have finished quicker if you'd started during morning rush hour? Potentially more trains." So a connected question. Yeah, but but quite valid actually because we did have a few small issues with frequency. Uh, we did. Um, would we have finished quicker if we had started in the morning rush hour? No, I don't believe that we would have done. But there is a very very important point to be addressed here as to finishing quicker or achieving a quicker time than what we set. We set a time of. 10 hours, 40 minutes to visit every station. World on record. A world record that, um, for visiting every London Overground station. Since we have recorded the travel hack, London Overground have increased the frequency of the Euston to Watford trains. So they're now ah. every 15 minutes rather than every half an hour. And that would have been ever so helpful for us. Mm, okay, interesting. So there is a potential target for someone in the future. Definitely. Also, um, there's new trains on the Gospel Oak to Barking line as well mm. uh, that will run quicker. So... 
Um, this world record that we have set can be beaten. Yeah. So we're pioneers... Not necessarily. We're not going to. We're not like going to. Like I Bob said it. at the time, Bob Beeman. You know, <laughs> someone had to do it first. Beautifully segued onto another athletics reference that Andrew J and others have commented on. Uh, you described Roger Black as an eight hundred meter runner. Correct. Did you mean Roger Bannister? Obviously, he did. No, he did the no, mile. He did the first four minute mile. Yeah, Roger yeah. Black, eight hundred meters runner. No, four hundred meters runner. What you you said he was an eight hundred meters runner. Correct. He was a four hundred meters runner. Was he? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Apologies to Roger Black. I think all your appearances on Question of Sport have uh, made my mind go hazy. Right. And, and and who of the three do you want to apologise to most? Mikel Beck, uh, Harry Beck or Harry Webb? All of whom <laughs> you basically accuse of being the same person. I don't remember bringing up Mikel Beck. He, he, he wormed his way into the conversation. <laughs> who are the other two? Uh, Harry Webb and Harry Beck. Harry Webb so, is... Harry course, Webb is Cliff Richards. Yeah, and he's the one who invented the tube map. No, Harry Beck... Uh, I'm going to apologise to Harry Beck uh, for taking away the glory of inventing the tube map and uh, handing it to a man who's had uh, number ones in six consecutive decades. Is that a toilet reference? No. Cliff oh, Richards. Number, like, sorry, gotcha. Number ones in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s and 90s and in the noughties with the Millennium Press. So it must have been six consecutive decades. Right. Let's get him on the show. I don't think he travels. Uh, hi, Richie and producer Chris. Hello. I'm expecting a great... Who is this? Oh, sorry, this is Andrew. I'm expecting a great series with some successes. Have listened to the episodes and enjoyed. Thank you, Andrew. My question is, can you give something away on the forthcoming episodes? Any info, I expect a sneak peek, I won't give anything away. Okay. Uh, I mean, you can give something away. All right. Yes, I can give something away. Um, Scotch eggs and sea legs. Oh, wow. I was expecting you to give more away than that, but maybe we'll do that at the end of the show. But that was good. It sounds like... Was it Mary Poppins? Scotch eggs and sea legs and... Da, 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 Travelling on boats around the Thames. These are a few of my favourite things. I mean, that was that was good, Thank actually. I like the way, so you gave a little, like, a three or four word cell. Scotch eggs and sea legs. Yeah, and then you sort of built it up into a song. With very few lyrics. Very few lyrics, but at least it's a bit longer. And maybe in a couple of minutes' time we'll reveal actually what it is. We'll come back to the yeah, song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I got asked a quick question by Craig. Um, who I do with that on your podcast? More uh, Richie or Zaltzman? Um, the answer is Zaltzman. Why? Why do you not like travelling with me? I mean, we travelled. Uh, we have travelled around the M25. We've travelled to Manchester via Southampton from London. Oh, God. Uh, we have um, oh, travelled around the entirety oh, no. of London oh. on the London Overground. And then the fucking stupid thing that we do next week. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> ben has been in touch. Ben was in touch ahead of the last moratorium. He, he contributed to it, and he felt the need to follow up. I don't remember I him. told you there'd be a fallout to the fallout <laughs> show. 
Thank you for your attempt at answering my question on the route to Norway. Oh, him. <laughs> <laughs> to answer your question, why do you want to go to Norway via Scotland? He lives in Birmingham. It would be the shortest distance by ferry. It's similar to why the most popular ferry route to France is Calais to Dover and not Liverpool to St. Malo. Also, please correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm not aware of any ferry routes from Birmingham. <laughs> so grumpy. <laughs> Following on from the service station question. Oh, now he's changed the tone completely. Okay. What's your favourite part of the motorway network? I've got two. The split section of the M5 just south of Gordano Services and the M25 near Heathrow is both my least favourite congestion and favourite planes part of the motorway. Um, you don't have to answer. I'm going to. Oh, I God. did the M5 at uh, Gordano um, at the weekend, and I found that unspectacular. But the weather wasn't great, uh, so that maybe didn't help. Uh, M25 around Heathrow, yeah, I mean, great to look at the planes if you're a passenger, but it's always so congested, as we dealt with uh, in the M25 travel hack. I would say that my favourite section of the UK motorway network uh, is the M40 as you head through the Chilterns um, and there is a bit where you just go, you you climb and you go through like a hill. You go through the hill? You go through a hill. Okay, that's good. Uh, like a, a large cutting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and as you come out the other side, if you're heading north towards Birmingham, once, you, once you've breached the top of the hill, it's as if you then can see the rest of the world. Big flat valley. Yeah. I think I've seen it. I it's think I remember commenting incredible. on the valley before. It is good. That's my favourite part. You know, it's so weird. I was I really wish expecting I to be really bored then. I am going to Google... Completely passed in that comment. I d- what did you say? Nothing. M40, really good Is this view. still part of the show? Yeah. M40, really good view. Um... No, why don't you just do an image do an image search and instead of really good why don't you just do M40 View Chilterns I don't know it might not be the Chilterns oh, come, oh, just do M40 View don't do really good really good is so I bland re- uh, reword oh, the question where on the M40 is the no this is not amazing view no, okay I'm getting my own computer up uh, oh this is uh, this is dreadful <laughs> I don't know where it is I'm going to Google Google Maps Oh, here we go. M40 view, I searched. And here you go. A cross-cut, chalk-cut on M40 stock footage video. There you go. And there's the image, as you can see the whole world. I don't know that's it. It is it. Keep going. I will answer questions whilst I'm now looking on the map. No, I am not... This this is... We are asking so much of our listener, Rich. Yes. I tell you what, take an ad break. Okay, we're back from the ad break, and Rich is currently on... Um, on a popular map service. Oh, come on, everyone knows what it is. Use words. Come on, Rich. All right, don't use words. I'll just sit I here. think it is the M40 after High Wycombe and Stoke and Church. Anyway, I'm back with you. We done? Yeah. Okay. For me, a real highlight of the experience was uh, discovering who Julie Berry was. <laughs> the voice of the London Overground, but yet so much more. I feel that she's... And I, and I want to reach out to our listeners here. <laughs> I think I want every time you hear her and you're with someone on public transport, you go, 
That's Julie Berry. <laughs> you really should do that. If you are on the London Overground, I believe also the voice of Southern Rail. And was it the Piccadilly line? It is. And so, so it, her, her Twitter profile, I mm. found it uh, at Voiceover Diva. I recommend you follow her. Oh, I'm going to have a look right now. There, so she describes her, obviously, as a, a voice artist. Uh, she's with a very reputable firm. Um, and she um, describes herself, and I find this is the one thing that puts me off her rich. Go on. The voice of the Piccadilly line tube sundry rail lines and commercials now rich don't tell me we set a record on a sundry rail line (laughs) voice of the piccadilly line sundry rail lines and commercial that's amazing and uh, look read the last line of her biog as well slightly random flautist 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 is it it's obviously the flute but well i never she's really underselling the Good job, London Overground um, Twitter aren't keyed in that one. I like Julie Berry. <laughs> you just said it makes you go off for a little bit. No, only a little bit. Fair enough. Now, Richie, our record. Yeah. So, uh, we've been in touch with Guinness. Great. Uh, and uh, I say we, we. I've been in touch with Guinness and I've been in touch with Transport for London. Great. In fairness, from experience of when I set the record earlier in my career of the longest push and glide of a shopping mm. trolley in a supermarket. It does take a while to get into the book because obviously that only has like a press run uh, once a year and all that kind of stuff. So I'm not expecting it to be ratified anytime soon. So I've got some bad news and some good news. It's not going to be soon. The bad the bad news is they they currently told me that they don't have plans to make this an official record in the book at the moment. Right. There's no never on that. But um, the Guinness Records Corporation are more than just a book. So they keep records. Yep. Yeah, so 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 hopefully we, we are getting close. Now, right. the good news is, yep. is that there is a website that does officially log all the record times. Guinness? Uh, no, 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 no. Like, of, of all various um, tube challenges. Oh, great. Yellow line, green cool. line, all those other ones. What are they called again? Circle and... Circle and districts and house and, and, and they've done it. And, and so, I went online and I saw we're not the first people to do it. <laughs> you what? And we are... Not the world record holders. <laughs> yeah. You're kidding me. Why did you not let this out before we did it? I, I didn't. I didn't know the website existed. <laughs> so this is utterly pointless. Tell me what our finish time was. Our finish time was ten hours and forty minutes on the dot. Eleven forty-one we started, and we finished at one minute past ten at Enfield Town. According to this, that puts us in seventh place. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. An hour and 33 behind the winner. An hour and 33? Bloody hell, they must have had a good break. Clive Burgess and David Edwards, 19th of January 2018, 9.07.35. 9.07.35? Yeah. That's the 112-station configuration that we did as well. Wow. Wow. There's a 9.30, a 10.05, a 10.15, a 10.24... A ten twenty eight, and then the next one they've got is eleven oh four. So we so so we do get on the list. Yeah, 
Oh, we are so. Are we? So are far. we actually on the list? We're not yet. No. So, so this is our job now. Yeah. Is to get ourselves on the okay, list. Okay. I want to be on the list. Um, <laughs> disappointed. It's not a world record by some way. Rich. But st- <laughs> yeah. the only reason I agreed to do this, you told me no one had done it before. <laughs> I didn't know that anyone had done it before. Oh my god! It took me about a minute to Google. <laughs> oh wow! Um, I'd do it again because uh, no. <laughs> No, seriously. I think it's there's two travel hacks that we've done that I would do again, and that is the M25. Yeah, I want to do. I want to do um, the other, the other way around to yeah. see if we could be even quicker. Very valid. Um, and I'd like to do this again. Now the train frequencies are finished. You uh, also you also said that you wanted to do the other one again so you could win on a weekday, right? So you want to do it all again? Everything that we've done. That's going to be season two. <laughs> we'll oh, just no. do everything oh, no. again. Without the intern. Oh, with, with a, with, how about with a worse intern who makes it easier for you to, <laughs> to win? No. I don't, I don't need to see the intern again. It's funny you should say that, because, Richie, maybe now is the good time to really forward sell what happens on... Oh, bloody hell, I am going to see her again, though, aren't I? Yes, of course. Oh, my goodness. Right. The next episode of Travel Hacker could save the government, TfL, the Mayor of London, so much money. Because the next episode of Richie Firth Travel Hacker... I am going to debunk Crossrail. I'm going to show you, <laughs> fill the tunnels in. It's so late. It's so over budget. Fill it in. It's quicker on a boat. And it's the return of Jemima. It is the return the of Jemima. The highlight of the show is the return of Jemima. Uh, Jemima will be back as the control, the control who will use the existing way across London, which is the central line. Chris and I will be using the high-speed catamarans, the Thames Clippers, as we try to prove that it's quicker by boat than it is by train. Why the fuck are we doing this, Rich? Like, gen- to hack travel, that's the whole raison d'etre of why we're here. What have we really achieved? We have shown that the M25 is not something to be feared. We have shown that you no, can... You don't have to keep using these... We have see, shown... You get, just asked me, no, I've got the right to reply. Peel the egg. What's inside? We have shown that you can travel to Manchester from London potentially quicker via Southampton on a plane. And over the last three episodes, we... I'm not sure now what we've shown over the last three episodes. <laughs> you know what? I've, I've been working in broadcasting for 20 years. Same here. I've won many awards. I've made really high-profile programmes, some terrible programmes... And that three-part <laughs> bullshit epic <laughs> is probably the greatest thing I've ever done. <laughs> but now I'm so tired. This is one of those ones that I would not want anyone close to us to listen to and realise how much time we wasted. <laughs> Two people in particular. <laughs> so, um, as, as the listeners will hear, we occasionally have ad spots. Should we have an ad spot now and then explain why there's ad spots? Yes. Hopefully they just heard an advert, otherwise things are going really badly. <laughs> if you didn't just hear an advert, then the explanation of why we need the adverts is going to be quite poignant. We've worked out that we're not going to make any money from this, <laughs> but at the very least, at the very least, it will, it will hopefully pay 
for us to take our wives for apology dinners. <laughs> because, joking aside, we've we've not really broken even on this. <laughs> we've we've thrown away a lot of money, and we haven't achieved a great deal. <laughs> so, look. If you hear an advert, you know, go and protect your bubble. Go and <laughs> sit your skin or whatever well, that other what? lot were. No, they're no. Tricks. They were nice. Oh, I like yeah, them. Okay. I wear that jumper all the time. Take that out. <laughs> <laughs> Look, any of the adverts that you've heard on Life this podcast, choices. do please go and use their voucher codes. Spend, because they'll be able to track back that you heard it from, from us and... Um, it might just make it might save slightly worthwhile. <laughs> yeah. This is a really low We point. are responsible for five mouths. Hang on. You have two kids, I have three. That's five mouths that we're meant to feed. That doesn't add up. This is us. Oh, you're not counting us. Or our wives, they can feed themselves. <sighs> so, one, two, three... Oh, yeah, I've got two kids, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The other one doesn't eat much. (laughs) It's only a baby who I don't see. (laughs) Because I'm here with you. Any more questions? No, can we end this? Okay. I'm so sorry for calling you back in. (laughs) Uh, That was your second Fallout show, the second moratorium. Um, It is now over. There'll be another travel hack next week. You guys now know what it is. I'm Richie Firth. Can I even say I hack travel? Yeah, you've got to believe in yourself. Rich, Rich, I still believe in you. I'm going to say it now with conviction. I'm Richie Firth, and I hack travel. Oh, no, 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 no. You can do better than that. No, 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 no. I'm Richie Firth, and I hack travel. 